Retirement. That's what we're all aiming at, right? But exactly what does that mean? It conjures up visions of endless days of golf, drinks with little umbrellas in them on a tropical beach, feet up, reading a book. Is that what it's all about? I don't think so. Life would get pretty dull after a while without anything meaningful to do, don't you think? I'm Jackie Doucette, and I'm on a mission to discover exactly what life is like beyond retirement. Join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine to five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 141 of Beyond Retirement. Last week, I had the pleasure of talking with Matt Franklin from the Rogue Retirement Lounge, and we talked about the importance of planning your retirement. If you haven't heard it yet, please go and listen to that episode now, or at the very least, listen to it after this one. Matt's got some great ideas for entrepreneurs about how to prepare for retirement, because as he points out, most entrepreneurs don't make any plans for retirement. Today, I'm going to delve a little deeper into a couple of the ideas that Matt brought up. The first one is that entrepreneurs generally don't plan for retirement. I think that's a fairly reasonable assumption, because in general, entrepreneurs don't think in terms of the classic employee picture of life, where you're going to go to school, get a good job, have a family, work for 30 or 40 years, and then be done. The entrepreneur brain functions a little differently than the employee brain, thinking instead of the ways to build a business, how to generate an income from whatever they're interested in, or maybe how to build a side hustle that might grow into something big. Some entrepreneurs go into business with the idea that they'll grow something substantial and be able to sell it at some point. And for sure, there are business options that lend themselves to that plan, like an Amazon dropshipping business, for example. You can certainly grow uh, something like that to six or seven figures, and and someone would be excited to take that off your hands if you were looking to sell it. But for many entrepreneurs, what they do day to day is their livelihood. Because they love what they're doing, they're not thinking about the day when they won't be doing it anymore. They figure they'll continue doing what they do forever. I don't think that's realistic, though. And that's what Matt was saying, too. At some point, you're going to reach the end of the road, either because of your health or because people aren't buying what you're selling anymore, or maybe because you're just not interested in running that business any longer. Then what? If you haven't been putting money into a retirement savings plan along the way, you're going to find that when you stop running your gig, the money stops coming in. That's why so many people talk about having multiple streams of income and the importance of a passive income. There aren't too many ways to develop a truly passive income, so it's a good idea to look at other options for bringing in a bit of cash. Matt suggested things like Uber and selling on eBay, And I've had many guests that talk about other options, like running an Airbnb or doing other type of uh, rental property investing. If you've spent the majority of your life in some sort of entrepreneurial endeavor, you're probably not going to be happy just sitting at home with your feet up. You'll be looking for something new to do within a short time, so it's a good idea to think about that in advance. And this leads me to the second topic that Matt brought up, which is pre-tirement. The idea of having a practice year where you get used to what it feels like to be retired while you're still working for a bit. Sort of easing into the retired life so you can set up some new habits, maybe get used to a little less money coming in, start exploring what it's really like to spend time with yourself when you're not busy. That can be a really daunting proposition for some people. 
the idea of planning for retirement shouldn't be new to you if you've been listening to a few of my episodes. I'm a huge proponent of getting those ducks lined up so they all know which way they're going, and so you know what to expect when the big day comes. The third topic that Matt talked about is the big one for me. He talked about preparing a business plan for retirement. His idea is that you should prepare for this next stage of your life the same way you prepare for any business venture you've undertaken in your career. If you've never prepared a business plan, that's okay. There's no shortage of really great templates you can use online. Of course, the retirement business plan isn't quite the same as a business plan for growing a profitable business. But the main purpose is the same, to lay out all the phases you'll go through from start to finish and to identify what needs to happen and what you need to have and to do at each phase in order to ensure success. Matt identifies the three phases of retirement as the action years, the settling down years, and the dependent years. Other guests have described them similarly, the main idea being that just as our life up to retirement is divided into phases, so too is the final stage. As children, we were either toddlers, preteens, or teens. As adults, we were young adults, say in our 20s, middle age, 30 to 40, or um, experienced, 50 plus. So now the retirement years are also divided up based on what we can and want to do. To use Matt's nomenclature, let's talk about the three phases a bit, because I think it's really important to have a plan for what you're going to be doing in each of these three phases. In the action years, you're excited about retirement because you get to start doing all the activities that you always imagined would be part of retirement. Travel, hobbies, exercise. You have energy and time, and this is the life you've been waiting for. It may be that you have to budget for it a bit. Your expenses might be higher than they were before. Or you might find that you're not doing as much discretionary spending anymore. Depends on what you're planning to do, so it's important to lay that out a bit. Then comes the next phase, the settling down years, where you're starting to see the shine of travel tarnish a bit. Long stints at an airport or a train station just aren't what they used to be, and the idea of living out of a suitcase for one more month just about sends you over the edge. It's time to look at a few more sedentary activities that keep you around home more, where you're most comfortable. Again, whether this phase costs you more or less will depend on where you decide to settle down. Do you want a big property with lots of acres or a condo in the heart of the city? Your expenses will vary depending on that. Finally, we get to the stage that we all dread, when we have to depend on someone else to assist us in daily activities. With a bit of luck and good planning in the action years, and the years leading up to the action years, which is now probably for some of you, this stage won't happen for a long time, and when it does happen, the limitations should be minor. But you need to think about your family history in this phase. Longevity tends to run in some families, as do many illnesses, so you should be prepared. Plan for being at home, but keep the contingencies open. A nursing home or other assisted living facility might be in your future. You also have to budget for this, as these facilities aren't cheap. So the idea of a business plan is important, and how involved your plan is will help set the stage for what your future looks like. Even if you start with just the bare bones of a plan, maybe identifying the big activities you intend to take part in over the next 10 years, this will give you something. Those activities could be anything. Maybe you want to travel in your own country or internationally. Maybe you just want to clean out 50-odd years of accumulation in your house and downsize. Start with the first step which you know is 
Let's say it all together now. Make a list. This is an easy list to start. You can divide the page into three parts and label them like Matt suggested. Action years, settling down, dependent years. And then go to work, thinking about what you want each phase to look like. What's your retirement plan? I'm going to stop here. I managed to say make a list, so I guess I'm done for today. Please tune in next week as I'm joined by Jesus Eduardo Campa. Eddie's going to talk to us about education and training in retirement. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. Are you ready to start rocking your retirement? Head on over to www.beyondretirement.ca forward slash rocking it and sign up to plan out your own roadmap for retirement. Don't wait till it's too late.